Welcome to the sermon podcast of Christian author and speaker, Troy Black. We're praying that as you listen, God will reveal his love, grace, and truth to you in a deeper way. After listening, don't forget to connect with Troy on YouTube and Facebook. May this message from Troy inspire you in your walk with Christ. Hey y'all, this is Troy Black. Uh, yeah, I realize my hair still looks a little crazy. Quarantine, that's my excuse right now. Uh, <laughs> but I want to talk to you about something today that I f- feel like the Holy Spirit's put on my heart. Um, and it's, it's, it's very, very important. Um, and it is the fact that we as the body of Christ are extremely divided today. And I honestly believe that one of the things God wants to do, one of the things he wants to use uh, this coronavirus pandemic quarantine time to do is to unite the body of Christ in a way we've never been united before. Um, Obviously, we can't go to church at the moment. We can't meet in physical church buildings. And yet at the same time, I believe God wants to unite us. He's in a sense showing us that no, we we are not being separated by walls right now. You know, like we normally are. We are just the body of Christ. But, but we are not meeting in different congregations and, and, and being extremely divided on Sunday mornings um, by race, by denomination, by so many different things. Right now, we are just the body of Christ. And we are, we are seeking God. Uh, those of us who believe in Jesus Christ, we're seeking God with our whole hearts right now. Because why? Because we are, we're being forced to. A lot of times in the Bible, when God wants to get people's attention, he starts to shake things up or he allows things to get sh- shooken up, Right. And, and that happens all through scripture. And right now, one of the things I believe God wants the body of Christ to get is that he wants us to be united. So I want to read to you a really cool passage in Mark chapter 9, starting in verse 33. It says, They came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house talking about Jesus, he began to question them, What were you discussing on the way? But they kept silent, for on the way they had discussed with one another which of them was the greatest. Sitting down, he called the twelve and said to them, If anyone wants to be first, he shall be last of all and servant of all. So this is kind of an embarrassing moment for the disciples. You know, Jesus sets them down and he's like, Hey guys, what were y'all talking about? You know, while we were walking along the road, obviously Jesus was separated from them a little ways. Maybe he was walking ahead or maybe he was walking behind them. You know, they're grouped together and they're talking about which of them is the greatest, right? In the kingdom of God. Maybe they were comparing how many miracles God had done through them. You know, I think they probably got a little confused at that point. Some of them are thinking, I'm the one doing the miracles probably, when really God was doing everything. You know, they were just vessels. And yet, because they had lost the perspective they were supposed to have about who they were um, in, in Christ, who they were in, in God, not who they were on their own, they're, they're, they're arguing and they're discussing amongst themselves, which of us is actually the greatest? And I believe this is parallel to what's happening today in the body of Christ. I, I read this verse this past week, and I feel like the Holy Spirit spoke very clearly to my heart. We have got a lot of different denominations and different churches meeting in different places, and we're arguing about who is the greatest. No, we might not be doing that technically, but we're doing it in the way that we divide from other believers, from other members of the body of Christ. Jesus is not coming back for you know, one denomination or another denomination, he's coming back for his body. He's coming back for his bride. So here's what I'm not trying to say. I'm not trying to get on to you for going to a specific denomination or a specific church or something like that. 
you know, uh, divisions are going to happen. And, and there are natural divisions based on where we live, you know, based on the size of the town we live in or whatever it might be. I'm not talking about the the natural divisions that are going to happen. What I'm talking about is the spirit of, of division that has entered the church, the the spirit of 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 uh, comparison, the spirit of competition between churches. You know, there's there's all these things that the devil tries to weave in between this thing that we call church that we got from Jesus Himself, and and yet He tries to bring these things in and He tries to mess up God's plan for His people. And, and God's plan is unity. And we see that so clearly when the, the big thing that was on Jesus's heart right before he went to the cross was unity for his disciples and for everyone who believes in him. He, he began to pray. He prayed more about unity in the, in the gospels, I believe, and I, I could be wrong, but I believe he played, prayed more about unity based on the passages right leading up to when he was betrayed than anything else. It was so important to him right before uh, someone, when someone's on their deathbed, you know, and they're about to die, they say the things that are the most important things, the, the things that, that are more important than anything else. Jesus started talking to his disciples about unity right before he went to the cross. And so going back to this story of the disciples arguing over who's the greatest, one thing they didn't do was they did not go ask Jesus, right? You know, that would have been embarrassing. They, they didn't ask him because they knew they shouldn't have been arguing over this. They knew they shouldn't have been talking about it. Because Jesus was the greatest, right? <laughs> it didn't matter which of them was, you know, the quote unquote greatest. And Jesus, immediately when they go to him, and, and I mean, immediately when he goes to them and he knew what their hearts were like, you know, when he goes to them, his answer is, man, if you want to be great, you got to be a servant. And the Bible actually calls Jesus the servant of all. And so here is Jesus's answer to this is, Instead of looking at each other and comparing, you know, well, I've got this doctrine down and you don't, or, or I'm theologically correct in this area and you're not, or we are doing this practically because the Bible says we should and you're not, you know, instead of looking at those little things, we should be looking at ourselves, our own hearts and saying, am I being a servant right now? Is that my, is that my mission? Is that my goal? Is that my motivation? Is my motivation looking at the way Jesus served me and choosing to serve others? And if that's not our motivation, then, then the devil's been able to come in and he's been able to bring the spirit of divisiveness and, and he's been able to trick us in our hearts. But when we ourselves are finally willing to go to Jesus and say, Jesus, what really is important? You know, what really, what should I really have my eyes focus on? Jesus is going to point us to the thing that actually is the most important, and that is himself. He's going to say, just look at me. Just look at the cross. Quit quit looking at what everyone else is doing and, and saying, oh, I'm better than you, or oh, you're a heretic because of this or that. And, and because I mentioned the word heretic, I do need to say this. There are essential doctrines. There are uh, essential things, and there's not very many of them, but there are essential things in scripture. Like if someone believes that Jesus is not the son of God, then yeah, they're not teaching the truth. You know, the, there is... Uh, the truth of God's word. And, and the Holy Spirit is going to confirm that truth to us. But there are a lot of non-essentials, you know, they're, they're, you know, like some denominations teach you shouldn't drink alcohol. Some denominations teach alcohol is okay, you know, to in moderation. That is a non-essential doctrine. That's something that should not divide us between one denomination and another. You know, we, we should still be willing to treat each other like fellow members of the body of Christ. We should still be willing to work together and to love each other, even if we have disagreements about little things. Um, if you go right now uh, on my YouTube channel, if you go look at my suggested channels, 
I have several different suggested channels from different denominations from one side of the spectrum and to the other. Um, for example, I've got uh, Timothy Keller, um, who who is uh, for a long time was pastoring a, a Presbyterian church in New York City, and and you know some people might hear that name and go, oh, Timothy Keller, what the heck, you know, like they're they're so uh, liturgical and everything. I I stay away from that kind of stuff. And yet on the other side of the fence, I've, I'm also recommending Jesus image on my channel. And, and man, they pray for people and those people fall over in the Holy Spirit. And you might be hearing that and going, what the heck? I'm unsubscribing from you right now because of that. Here's the thing. I don't care. My message is not, you know, if you don't get all these specific doctrines right, then then I'm going to reject you or I'm going to not talk to you anymore. Or I'm going to treat you like a heretic. My message is get the one doctrine that matters the most. And that is knowing Jesus Christ Personally, here's the thing I love about these people that I'm recommending on my channel. They love Jesus Christ. If you go listen to Timothy Keller, man, that guy loves Jesus Christ. He loves him. And if you go listen to uh, uh, Michael Koulianos, who's with Jesus Image, that guy, he loves Jesus Christ. And, and that's the thing. That's where, that's where our hearts should be focused, should be pointed. Um, yeah, we can have disagreements, and that's okay. I'm kind of throwing myself under the bus today. I know that. I I I I see that coming. Some people are going to get really mad at me, you know, for mentioning mentioning one name or the other or whatever. Jesus is the person who really matters. He is the one that matters more than anything else. And the Holy Spirit. If you start listening to someone, maybe a teacher or even a, a friend or, or whatever, someone at church. If you start listening to someone for a little while, the Holy Spirit is going to confirm to you whether they know Jesus or not. It's going to become obvious. You know, he's going to say, no, stay away from this person. Don't listen to them. Or he's going to say, this is from me. This person knows me. They, they are serving me. They're, they're seeking after me, just like you are. Yeah, you come from different backgrounds, maybe. Or yeah, you have different preferences, maybe. Or yeah, you believe things slightly different uh, when it comes to the non-essentials. But when it comes to Jesus, when it comes to me, they, they believe the same thing you do. This is Troy Black. I pray the Lord is speaking to you through this podcast. We'll get back to the message in a second, but I want to take a minute to tell you about how you can support this ministry. I'm able to create videos, books, podcasts, and other materials because of faithful supporters who value my content and who want to help me share the gospel with as many people as possible. All I ask is that you would pray about becoming a part of the work we're doing. Learn more by going to TroyBlackVideos.com. I hope you're blessed as you continue listening. We get rejected in the body of Christ by fellow believers for so many different reasons. For, for having certain friends, you know, or for, for liking certain uh, pastors or something like that. There's so many reasons we get rejected or, or for reading certain books. But here's the thing that I believe the Holy Spirit is saying. Yes, we do need to be wise. Yes, we do need to listen to um, correction and rebuke when it comes, and we need to be and we need to be willing to take that to the Lord and say, God, am I off on this issue? You know, should, is this something I should be believing? And then we need to go to Scripture. We need to go to God's Word and say, Is this in Your Word? Not just is it being taught by my favorite preacher or pastor or something like that. Did you say it? You know, should I expect it because of what is written in Your Word? We do need to do that. We do need to be willing to listen to rebuke uh, and reproof when it comes. But at the same time, we also need to be willing to walk in unity with the body of Christ, even when we disagree, you know, even when we don't like somebody necessarily based on things that are non-essential. 
And, and so many Christians are praying for revival. So many Christians are praying for, um, you know, the gospel to go out to the nations, to be preached to people who have never heard the gospel before, to be, to be re-preached to people who have heard the gospel, but who have not met Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. You know, there's so many believers praying for this, but I honestly believe we're not going to see God's supernatural help in the way that, that we could see it if we are not walking in unity the way that Jesus prayed that we would walk. Jesus actually said, he said, it's, it's because of your unity, your love for one another, that people are going to know that the gospel is true. They're going to know that I am true, that I am the truth. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. They're going to know that. They're going to see a testimony of that through your unity and your love for one another between believers so please be encouraged today. Please know I'm, you know, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to bring more disunity. I'm not trying to divide people. I'm not trying to attack people. I'm trying to say Jesus wants us to be united. The Holy Spirit wants us to be united. And that's my prayer. That's my hope. Um, and and man, if I offended you by by anything I said today, I hope you'll give me another chance. I hope you'll go watch another one of my videos um, before you unsubscribe to my channel. Um, but just know I love you. Jesus loves you. And, and I'm praying for you, uh, the people that watch this channel. Man, I, 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 see, I do see a lot of the comments. I don't have time to respond to all of them, um, but, I, but I am praying for you. Um, and I'm believing for God's best for you. And, and I put a lot of time and effort into reading the Bible, into seeking Jesus. One reason is, yeah, I do want to present God's word and God's truth the best way that I can. But the other reason is because I do not want to, uh, I don't want to lose sight of Jesus Christ in the midst of what I feel like he's given me to do. You know, that's my heart. My intention is and not just to put out videos, you know, and get so many views or something like that. My intention is to know Jesus Christ personally, myself, and then to be able to share him with others. Um, so if you enjoy this channel, if you like this channel, I encourage you to, to share my videos. Also, if you want to support what I'm doing, go to TroyBlackVideos.com and you can find out a few ways you can support this channel there. And then one more thing before I go, if you haven't gotten a copy of my testimony book, it's called My Mess, um, I've uploaded a free PDF of that to my website, troyblackvideos.com. You can go download a free copy today. I love y'all so much, and I'll see you next time. You can connect with Troy Black on YouTube or Facebook. For more content from Troy Black, or to find out how you can support this ministry, visit TroyBlackVideos.com.